Welcome to the PHNX Sun Devils postgame show. Brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook, though. America's top-rated sportsbook. Oh, Download man. today using code PHNX and receive $200 in free bets when you place any when you place $1. I'm so sad on any football game this week. Oh, my God. I I, I don't know what to say. I, I, I wrote down all of these notes for this game, and uh, I don't think I'm going to reference any of them. Dude, I'm literally referencing nothing. I would like to start off... Because I'm going to go on a tangent right now. And this, you know what? Lit with Brit. I know, didn't prepare for this. Probably don't have a graphic for it. Oh, we do have a graphic for it. Hey, Lit with Brit. I am so damn tired of the excuses for every single Arizona State team. Every single year. Failing to meet expectations. Um, This was the most penalties they've had in a game since the dirt cutter era. I mean... Dennis Erickson didn't even have that many penalties in a game when he was at Arizona State, and he was the most notorious, I feel like, for being yeah. penalized. Um, or at least he's who everyone felt like they just hopped in a time machine and traveled back to and saw a team play. No, it was even worse than that, okay? Then on top of that, the turnovers. That was one of the other keys to the game. No penalties, protect the ball. And then you have Jaden Daniels, who's thrown only four interceptions in his own career, or in his whole career, and then he had two tonight in one game alone granted one of them was weird because it was Curtis Hodges bobbled that pass Mm, and they jumped in there and grabbed it but then you have two fumbles too you cannot do that I am so tired this team is just so undisciplined there's you're not used to playing on the road with fans you know it's going to be a tough environment and there seemed to be no like sense of urgency to get anything done there just was so much lack of discipline Again, we saw them go out there and shoot themselves in the foot. They knew they couldn't get off to a slow start. Instead, what do they do? Open the game with a fumble, which I get it. It's not DJ Taylor, your normal uh, special teams guy. But, like, just keep, yeah, take take it out to the 25. We'd like it to just call it a fair catch and let it go. Yeah. This is all just stupid mistakes, and I don't care. Like, these are things you should have learned by now. And at some point, it comes down to the coaches. And... Damn, love, at least know, at know, least Dennis Erickson and Dirk Cutter didn't have some coaching fucking, scandals going on under them. It's a low bar. Damn! Um, I'm sorry. I'm so irritated. I cannot be the only person who is in this boat that no. just wants to bang their head against the wall watching this team. You know how you know how they do good cop and bad cop? This is really angry cop and super depressed cop. Yeah, dude. I'm 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 this just I'm I'm has me like I'm sad. I'm just sad. I, I if this Devils team keeps breaking my heart, it, it 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 isn't fun to watch games like this, especially when the mistakes are inexcusable and they're they're when a team like a team in the Pac-12, a team that is coached under Herm Edwards, should not be making this many mistakes. There were two separate times in the third and fourth quarter on one drive alone where there were back-to-back false starts. That's fucking insane. It, it blows my mind. And it, 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 it again, it makes the viewing experience terrible. And I know they don't play for me. But goddamn, I just want to watch this Sun Devils team play to their full potential because there is so much talent on well, this then, roster. Then you have the stupid penalties like no- – uh, Norman Lott, who goes in and gets a face mask. The player's already on the ground, and he rips his helmet off. That was off. a killer. That was a like, killer. What is the point of that? That was absolutely the nail in the coffin because it gave them a 15-yard uh, yeah, gain and an automatic first down. Yeah, that was it. Um, let's start first quarter 
um, and work our way up. Uh, obviously, we addressed the fumble um, and then kept coming out slow. Bunkley Shelton and Andre Johnson had some big catches. Okay, I will say, Bunkley Shelton, Yeah, he played well. I definitely feel like he is a receiver so far this season has been the only one to fully step up because Curtis Hodges might have had a great first game being the most targeted receiver and the most amount of yards in that game. But then we see him in games tonight where he can't make a crucial catch and basically bobbles the ball away. And it's to, not a fumble. It's to, just to add some levity to this. Yeah. Uh, one of my notes uh, I wrote down was just Curtis Hodges is tall. He is tall. <laughs> He's six foot eight. He's, He's very tall, tall, but like, come on, man. <laughs> That's a catch you have to make. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, and I thought before that he played a pretty good game. He did. So, I mean, I'll give him that. I think the only consistent thing. But I still the, don't feel like he stepped up as a receiver definitely fully. Definitely not. I, I think the only, the, the only consistent thing this game was that, well, there were a, couple, a lot of consistencies. The only good consistent thing in this game for the Sun Devils was that their run defense was mostly dominant throughout the whole game. I think at uh, a point in the third late third quarter they only had like 60 something rushing yards yes um, so so that that's the only bright spot to take away but fuck that that's not what we're talking about we're talking about the fact that we that that they lost this game um and they shot themselves in the foot so many times that there's probably no foot on on sparky anymore oh dude they blew it off they just blew it completely off yeah. it was like dropping a grenade on their foot yeah. um i really i don't understand the mindset and the mentality of this team. I really don't get it. At what point do you not buckle down and be like, hey, like maybe we should pull our heads out of our ass and stop getting these stupid penalties and stop playing undisciplined? You know, I mean, you do have to take into account uh, towards the end of the game as well some issues that ended up happening. You know, they didn't have Chase Lucas in terms of defense. You could tell that did make a difference mm-hmm. in the second half with some of the big plays that uh, BYU was able to get off. Um I just, I'm getting assaulted by 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 the ASU team breaking my heart, and I'm also getting assaulted by this microphone. Well, this thing comes from my ass every time I sit down in this I'm chair. I'm just, I'm just really, really tired of there always being excuses. I'm just tired. I'm so sleepy. You're just hungover. <laughs> Get your shit together, man. Uh, Come on, it's 11:05 at night. I usually How? go to bed at 10:30. Bro, you would have literally spent all Saturday hungover. Uh, so in you the, did, you in, did. In, in the first quarter, um, the team was out of sync. In the second quarter, it was a little better. In the third quarter, they played, or they, no, sorry, the second quarter was even worse. The third quarter was a lot better. Um, this team kind of looked like they weren't just a shell of a sleeping giant like they normally are. They looked like a, a football team, um, and. And it gave it gave the ASU fans some hope for a little bit, but I'd almost rather just get fucking stomped. I'd almost rather just get blown out because when, when hey, at least pause. At least you weren't the University of Arizona no, 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 having no, some hope that. for a little Fuck bit that. and then losing to Fuck NAU. But that. we'll come back to that. We're not. No, we're not coming back. To that. I want to talk about that. I don't. I, I, that does not matter to me. Do, we, 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 hey, I will always celebrate a Wildcat loss. Okay, that that's fair. I, it's I, to, celebrating a lot this year. <laughs> Yeah, the the that that's the problem with um, the Sun Devils uh, and people like us. You focus on focus on this. Focus on what the hell we need. What did you say at the start of the show? We need to stop making excuses. We, I'm not we, making. An I know excuse. you're not, but you're also pushing it a little bit to the side. 
Well, I don't want. Oh, I don't, no, no, I'm not pushing it to the side at all. I'm saying is it is something I want to talk about at the very end before okay. we close off when we're done um, with everything. Because props to their punter, by the way. I love, I love when a punter goes crazy in the game. Their their punter was really good tonight. The BYU punter, he had like an 83 yard bomb. I, I don't know, I dude. Just you're like so mad at them, and then all of a sudden you want to give them props. No, no, BYU. Yeah, no. I'm not bad. I'm not mad at BYU. You're sad because of them. Mm-hmm. Because of them, but whatever. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, it was he did he did have a good game. But quite honestly, ASU didn't deserve to win that game. No, not even fucking close. They played terribly. They played sloppy. Um, I don't know what the deal was in terms of, like, do you remember I said earlier in the week, I don't like when ASU tries to play from behind because yeah. they never seem to be able to do it, no. and that was a prime example. Yeah, they spotted them for, for seven points to start the game. Well, there just was no... Like I said, no sense of urgency. It's like they feel like they're fine. They feel like they're fine. They feel like they're fine. And then all of a sudden, oh, shit, there's six minutes left in the game. We better do something. Yeah. Like, what? where was that for the last two quarters, dog? Let's talk uh, Let's talk running backs for a little bit. It was a little weird tonight. Obviously, we didn't have Chip, and um, that kind of hurt the Sun Devils team. Uh, yeah. You could kind of tell the change of pace back. Uh, situation that they normally have uh, was lacking, and for the first in the first half, Daniel Nagata was only on the field for I think one or two snaps, and then you saw that third quarter, the first drive that they had, he was the primary back on that drive and scored the touchdown, had that big run, and I, I just kind of wonder what that was. Maybe it was Herm at halftime, kind of trying something new, just seeing if anything was going to spark a run or whatever, but. Uh, I I I I just love what I see out of these ASC running backs, and I I wish that they could do more with it. I really really do because they are so talented. There's just so much talent around Jaden Daniels, who's a really talented quarterback. He is, and while I'm ripping the team a new ass right now, like I will say, Jaden Daniels did have a great night. Like even despite the good fact n- he a did good night. Okay, night. Uh, yes, a good night. Despite the fact I was gonna say, despite the fact he had two interceptions, so I better uh, walk that one back. When I say great night, I mean in terms of like him showing patience in the pocket mm. and not rushing so much. I definitely think that we saw him finally look a little bit more comfortable. Yeah. So in terms of uh, him personally uh, and how he looked and from like the eye without – I don't know how to say this. Take out his passing, just like the actual time he spent. He didn't look so rushed and so panicked. Yeah, the, and the, so I did think that was an improvement for sure. That's something we talked about coming into this game was that we wanted to see him in the pocket more. I don't want to see that anymore. I don't. I, Jaden Daniels is best on his feet, and we saw what we uh, to to some extent. Yeah, uh, he, there are certain situations where he stays in the pocket, and he's great. He's good out of the pocket. He had that great throw on like third and thirteen from the other hash all the way across the field. Um, that was right on target, and that was all in the pocket. Um, but what makes Jaden Daniels so special is the fact that it's not just he can do this when he wants. He will always go to the to to his feet and get um, these big chunk plays, even if he isn't being put flushed out of the pocket. He has a really good he has he has running back vision. He truly has a running back's vision when it comes to running the football. And uh, I I we saw him in the pocket more, and I don't I don't think that's a great game plan. I don't. I mean, I don't want to see him necessarily always default to there, but I think it was nice to see him actually show that Mm -hmm. he did. Because that was my concern. He looked like he just was not himself in there. And so at least he looked like he was himself 
more so like what we were used to seeing in years past. Um, and so when I say he looked great, I, I feel like he looked great in terms of he looked more like himself yeah. in terms of the comfort level. So maybe not great in terms of uh, his stats and performance, but he he was good in that area. This, but he looked great in terms of feeling comfortable. This is yeah. This is my biggest criticism of Jaden though tonight is he's the quarterback, he's the captain, he is the ringleader of this offense, and this falls a lot on coaching too. But at some point, you have to default it to him as well. There was about four or five plays aside from false starts where they literally just one didn't know what the play was there were a miscommunication or somebody was going the wrong way and Jaden made one one of those plays gain five yards but the rest of them were no gains or loss and that shit cannot happen in week fucking three it is week three people that's what you're you're supposed to have these two road tests or these two uh, easy games before you go to a true road test so you can get your feet wet. You can you can get your feet under you. This, this shouldn't be happening. It just should never happen in a week three game against an opponent like BYU. We're, this ASU team is so lucky that they didn't get absolutely swallowed tonight. Oh, 100%. Uh, you know, you talked about those back-to-back penalties mm. in the fourth quarter, and BYU's student section was so loud. But you know what? Like, you have to get used to that. You could not. I get it. There was you only played in four games last year, and it was a dead silent, yeah, or like stadium. But it's excusable for one false start. I want Herm to actually take them to practice. I want him to absolutely blast Motley Crue Mm -hmm. as loud as he can inside of the dome, so they can't hear shit, Mm -hmm. and their ears are ringing, and make them play and communicate by just having to read lips and know what the hell each other are doing. And have shit already planned out. Yeah, I think a lot of it is is chemistry with this team right now, uh, and it's that's not an excuse. It's it, it, as I said, it's week three. Uh, but well, that's the other thing with chemistry is like how can it can't be an excuse, right? Because we had we have to look at how many people ASU had come back. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's confusing. And are starting this year. The entire defense is basically returning. Yeah. And they could not get the job done. Yeah. Let's uh let's talk defense now. Um Jack Jones played a hell of a game. He did. Flying all over the field. He saved a touchdown in the third quarter. He had the interception at the end of the first half. Um Chase Lucas, I wanna uh send my best to him. I hope he's okay. He didn't come back in the game, right? No, he didn't. At least that was what we had both heard yeah. towards the end. He wasn't back in. Um I didn't get to see that injury. I had just left my house mm-hmm. to come down to the studio and was listening on the radio to six twenty. Uh, with Tim Healy, and, you know, heard that one happen, and that's always something you don't want to hear because he's a senior leader, and he is somebody who brings the energy and brings the intensity, yeah, you it, know? It, it's, it's it's good that it's not a it's not a knee thing. It, it was a weird tackle where he was flying in, and he went low on a guy that was uh, either trying to hurdle, um, and he got caught with either a knee or a shoulder or something um, right to the head, and it dazed him a little bit, so... Hopefully there's no concussion there. If it is, it isn't the worst case scenario, but concussions are never fun, especially yeah. in the middle of the season. Um, so, yeah, best to Chase Lucas. And um, I thought um, the secondary as a whole uh, wasn't terrible tonight. Their, their quarterback uh, is the real deal, and I hope he's okay as well. He went down yeah. at, in the last couple minutes of that game. Um, but, yeah, just 
overall the defense, the, each unit was okay. Collectively, it just wasn't good enough. And and, and a lot of it was the mistakes. And uh, I would argue special teams could have had a better game. I'm talking <laughs> defensive units specifically, oh, okay. like front seven. Sorry, or, I thought you know, we were talking good. overall in terms yeah. of the entire team. Um, speaking of defensive mistakes, though, obviously we can't overshadow this. Um, my guy Merlin Robertson gotta know people are coming from behind it's it, okay that was a hell of a play but he also it. stepped out they never uh, reviewed that no they never ended up okay, reviewing I that i know i know but still it can't happen i know it still can't happen yeah. but that was also something i wanted to touch on was the fact that there is evidence that he had already stepped out yeah prior and it never got reviewed and i just feel like there were a lot of really questionable things but ASU's, tonight ASU's is not not this position uh for that to even matter if they don't have half as many penalties no i know yeah. but i'm just saying in for terms sure. of like for sure. the, i feel like there were a lot of penalties too that were questionable that didn't get called like i think asu could have got called for a couple of different targeting calls that never ended up going up either there's so, a targeting call um or the non-targeting call in the i want to say third quarter um, on a third down, uh, I think it was on Jaden. Uh, so when he lowered his head, they didn't even like look at it. That was, I thought that was gonna get reviewed, but can't bank on stuff like that to happen for sure. And it went both ways, as you no, said. No, it did. That's what, yeah, yeah. There were just a lot of, a lot of questionable things that whole game where I was just, or like the officials would spot the ball and it wouldn't actually mm -hmm. be where the ball should have been. And I just, you know, you're looking at it and scratching your head like, all right. Yeah. Yeah, moving forward with this team though, I, it, 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 they're gonna have to come out with their hair on fire for I, the sense of urgency needs to start as soon as the game starts. The, the Pac-12 is a joke. Sorry, <laughs> that's not what you're talking about at all. But you're it good. just popped into my head because all of a sudden I started thinking about Colorado. Oh, let's check and the all UCLA I can think score. of is the circle of suck. The Pac-12 is a circle of suck. Everybody loses to everybody. UCLA is down three. Yep. If UCLA loses this game. They, they, they have the ball uh, with a minute 33 left in the fourth quarter uh, around the 50-yard line. It's third and six. If UCLA loses get this game, there will be one remaining undefeated team in the Pac-12 <laughs> after week three, and that will be Oregon. And that is really, really sad. Really sad. And it speaks to how far the Pac-12 has fallen and how much they actually struggle. And, you know, that was something I was thinking about earlier today. How did the Pac-12 come to be as sucky as it is? Like, how did they turn to just absolute shit and not able to compete? At what point did the schools and the universities stop prioritizing the athletic programs to the same extent as some of these other universities? And they got ahead so much so that a lot of these universities can't compete back. Was it the broadcasting rights? <laughs> Was it the money that they get from them? Like, I, I also, is it the head coaches that you pull in? I think it's the higher standard that uh, Pac-12 fans are holding their schools to. Um, I, I, th I think it's always been kind of wishy-washy with what you're getting. I, it, this is definitely a disappointing football season for the Pac-12 so far. But I also think with uh, higher expectations come uh, come harsher criticisms. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's it's the, I just I can't get over it. I can't get over this game. <laughs> it's just it's just so painful. It's so painful. I'm over it. Well, at least Leave we, that shit in the rearview mirror. At Goodbye. We, at least we got ice cream. Yeah, I did buy ice cream. Yeah, she got ice some. Cream for she, she got some Reese's ice cream bars when we were watching the game, just to kind of like um, 
get ahead of the sadness that was going to come. This was before like we even went on our third quarter, or, like in the middle of our third quarter run. So, uh, uh, so things were getting better. Um, but um, the ice cream definitely helped. Uh, I think I'm going to throw up later tonight. I don't know if it's. I don't know. I don't know if. Yeah, it's... I feel like. Well, then I also proceeded to eat an entire like large bag of nerd rope bites, which has like five servings in it, and now I feel like I'm just. I feel like an Oompa Loompa from Willy Wonka, and my gut is just like. I need those. Uh... And I'm hiding my cool shark shirt with this stupid ASU blanket after they lost. <laughs> Got to show off my cool shark shirt. Um, you know, I want to, I want to show something off. I want to show off this, uh, can't miss offer that DraftKings has. Uh, what? Come on. Oh, uh, what did Eric say? LOL. Oh, that's what you're laughing at. That you, <laughs> did, did you just, did you receive that as a command? <laughs> Producer Leah, everybody just read LOL on the screen and thought that was funny. Amazing stuff. Anyway, DraftKings Sportsbook. It's America's top rated sportsbook, guys. Um, you can lose money on Arizona State when uh, live betting on, in the, on the app. Uh, it's it's live in Arizona with mobile sports betting just in time for football. Uh, it's giving all new customers a can't-miss offer. Bet just $1 on any football game this week to receive $200 in free bets instantly. Um, it's also giving customers who sign up now um, a shot to double their money on the Vikings-Cardinals game tomorrow if one of those teams scores just one point. Um so, yeah, uh, download that DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code PHNX to get your <laughs> – I just thought about the game again. <laughs> to get your $200 in free bets instantly. Kids going to start crying. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, 21-plus Arizona-only gambling problem. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only for free bet promotion. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. Eligibility – oh, I can't even say eligibility restrictions apply. I'm usually so good at that. <laughs> eligibility restrictions apply. Max $50 wager for no-brainer offer once per customer. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Um, also, disclaimer, disclaimer, um, I, uh, I'm i sad. <laughs> I need a booster seat so I can stop feeling like I'm sitting in this chair. So I, need a, I need a binky and a bib because I'm about to cry like a little here's boy. Here's a blankie. <laughs> no, a binky. Oh, I know, but I said here's a blankie. What's a binky? <laughs> blankie. Is that what it is? Huh? Is a binky a blankie? No, but What's like. What's a binky? The binky's what you suck on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> here's the blankie though i was gonna give you my blanket uh, but i'm also sitting on it so it didn't really come out from under me very easy blanket. well then fine don't get my blanket go um, be sad by yourself in the corner if you guys want to get some merch by the way um phnxlocker.com has some sweet stuff um i don't think there's an asu shirt yet they have to earn that um can you can you can you tell, <laughs> they aren't anywhere close can, can you tell, to doing that one? Can you tell people a little bit about PHNX and what you can find on the the website at gophnx.com? You can find some super badass content from us. Uh, we have an article that just went up today from our hockey expert Craig Morgan. He's done a lot of hockey coverage throughout the years, so he's going to be doing most of the Sun Devil hockey coverage mm-hmm. uh, for the beat because you know. I'm not going to lie. I'd probably butcher it. I'm going to leave it to the expert. Hockey? Yeah. It's not me. <laughs> I'm, that's I'm, not my wheelhouse. I mean, I'm okay with it, but I definitely am not going to be able to give you mm-hmm. the same sort of analysis that the great Craig Morgan will. So he has a great article up there on the site. Make sure you get over there. Check that out. I'm going to have something for, uh, you know, this post game 
recap, probably very similar to my rant that I just went on, but in a much more collectively thought out, put together way and not just me jumping from place to place. My mind pings all over the place. I might uh, I might make a YouTube video or a a music video for uh, our subscribers only of me singing a really somber song about (laughs) ASU. Like, um, like, ooh, sun devils make me sad. Do we have live auto-tune? Uh, I'm so, I'm a little sad boy. <laughs> what is happening? Would you guys want to hear that? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, go to gophnx.com. Um, 50 cents for your first month. If you want to get an annual subscription, it's only 60 bucks. You get a free shirt. Uh, I think we still have the two for one, or the buy one, get one 50% off shirt offer going on right now for subscribers only. So yeah. if you're not a subscriber, don't even try it. Um, but subscribe. Uh, go phnx.com. Got some Shane's good content. Shane's going to track you down and throw his creepy baby corpse <laughs> at your face. Whoa. That is out of context. That is not something you want to say. Um, well, this, that's why people have to watch our other shows. This then, ASU huh? loss is really messing with my brain chemistry because when you brought up the Craig Morgan piece, I thought of hockey and how I used to play hockey. And I got really sad that I stopped playing hockey. <laughs> oh and that God. was like nine years ago. Child, what is wrong with you today? <laughs> Um, and normally i'm the dingbat that's uh, all over the place yeah well (laughs) well uh shane hates me (laughs) yeah so much um (laughs) kidding anyway uh do you have anything else to touch on from the from the game i'm just gonna i'm just gonna make the people sad if i keep talking yeah that was (laughs) bullshit i'm tired of excuses i'm gonna write a story about this uh Jaden Daniels looked a little bit better in certain aspects, but uh, a lot worse in others, like interceptions. Um, uh, it sucked not having Chip. Yeah. Uh, best of luck to Chase Lucas with whatever he's dealing with. Um, I won money on San Diego State. Nice. Upsetting Utah. Nice. And should have bet on NAU against Arizona. I do want to talk about that because this is the Sun Devil show. I have to talk about it. Go for it. It, you know, U of A is absolutely not going to have a win this season now because the season, like their schedule only gets worse from here. And y'all just lost to NAU, who was 0-2 going into this game. It's NA- you lost to a they're nursing an school. FCS school. Like their FCS school that was 0-2 that I think had scored a total of like 16 points the whole season going into this game. You know that um, football isn't their uh, main sport there. It's uh, chopping logs of wood yeah. because they're the lumberjacks. You know, I wonder they should do like triathlons too. <laughs> um, have you seen those uh those uh like uh lumberjack like X games things? Like the- <laughs> I don't know why when you say lumberjack and I just I just keep thinking of pancake flapjacks, like uh-huh. a fat stack of pancakes. I, I would I would suffocate myself with a pancake right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Quite literally to just end your pain. Um, but no, there's these really cool videos. Go on YouTube tonight. I'll send you a link of it. It's fucking awesome. Okay. They like they, they have like different competitions to see who can chop down trees fast enough and like throw like axes and and like cut wood okay it's really cool well since you just brought up that nau is like a lumberjack school oh they're the lumberjacks i know but i have to bring up and throw some shade at mike luke down in tucson (laughs) our phnx wildcats host who uh tried to be like oh i don't know why you says they're a football school (laughs) like 
Uh, well, we're more of a football school than you are, dog, because your school's not going to have won a football game in over a thousand days. You are the most dis. <laughs> U of A has not lost to NAU since 1932. Is that a real stat? Yes. <laughs> so goodbye. F off, Mike Luke, with your why? Like we're more of a football school than you are. I get it. We still suck in comparison to most other schools. The last time NAU beat, we're a triathlon school. Yeah, the okay? last the last time NAU beat U of A, the the post game press conference was like, "Hey, Skip, you play some football today? <laughs> See, let's go get a beer down at the down at the down at the local Seven Eleven. They have the old school cameras with the big old like flash, like <laughs> yeah." Um, yeah, not much more from me. Um, there's just, th- there's so many things with this team, uh, and it all is discipline. I think that's the, that is the biggest thing. And the, and Herm is just probably out of his mind right now. Uh, cause he knows it's, it, it's going to fall back on him. And I don't know if it's the distractions of the investigation, which we haven't even heard anything about. Well, that's what I want to touch on. Mm-hmm. If if Herm really had no idea what was going on in terms of like his coaching staff doing X, Y, and Z behind his back, how much can he really know what his players are doing and how disciplined they actually are? I mean, I get it. You can be disciplined on the field, but it, it carries over. It's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what I got to say about that. Um, one last thing uh, we didn't touch on. We touched a little bit on the receivers, but – it was again the same thing for this ASU team where there wasn't a number one guy that they could always go to. Everybody kind of was involved. Um, Ricky Purcell didn't show up. He had one catch for zero yards in the first half, and then he had that great catch uh, with getting his one foot down, getting hammered um, out of bounds uh, on that third big third down conversion that ended up meaning nothing. Uh, and then Johnny Wilson had a huge drop in the third quarter on third and five, or the second quarter on third and five. That would have helped ASU uh, try to get some points before the half. Um, but again, this team just they 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 need a guy like Ayuk or Darby or Jalen Strong. Mm-hmm. They they need that guy, and they don't have it. And one of those guys has to step up because they have the talent. I don't. I, I, and it, again, it might just come down to the coaching philosophy. With there's not it, it doesn't cater to a certain player. But uh, something needs to change. I liked the play calling in the first half. I didn't think it was that bad. There were some really good, um, like, misdirection stuff. Uh, they were setting up play action. Um, they had a couple uh, good quick passes, like our quick routes and, uh, like, dump-offs, bubble screens. Um, I-, I liked a lot of the play calls. And then in the second half, after the Merlin Robertson double turnover, um it kind of seemed like not only the players were out of sync and almost panicking, but also the the coordinators and the coaching staff in general. It seemed like they they and and I don't know if the the mishaps on the field with somebody coming in motion and not knowing they're supposed to receive the handoff falls down onto what the coaching staff is calling, or I don't know if they I I don't know how you don't fully know it the play <laughs> like how is is that a disconnect with the quarterback there, there are so many layers where that could be and it's so bad because again it is week three and this was a real opponent for asu yeah something i do want to touch on uh one last thing too uh when we were talking about Jaden daniels i was talking to how after last week when he had that interception he looked like he struggled to kind of find himself and i said that was what he did how he did look great today he mm-hmm. looked more like himself um but touching on that he made a great play 
early on where he just actually made a couple of them where he was putting the ball in really, really tight areas, and it was just a perfect pass. So that was something that I did think was an improvement. I, I, I did want to touch on that too. But um, before we go, look ahead a little bit at Colorado, who got shut out today by Minnesota. So, you know, they're going to be coming into this game hungry for a win. ASU is going to be coming into this game hungry for a win. Um, you know, the Pac-12 is such a big roller coaster from week to week. It's it's going to be hard to know what to expect other than the fact that Colorado has a strong defense. I personally don't think that their offensive targets are as strong. Um, they just struggle to generate what they need to generate. So, um, I mean, I definitely think that they'll do – better against ASU than they did against Minnesota. And I know people are probably going to come after me for saying that, but I do. I mean, I don't think that the defense is going to shut Colorado out. I really don't. Yeah, their offense is bad. And last time Colorado came to ASU, and I want to say they were on like a four-game losing streak, they were not doing well. They had been off to a terrible start, and they came and they upset ASU, and it was still fairly early Mm -hmm. in the season. And so that is fresh in my mind, and – I can just see this being a turning point for ASU right here. I already can see it being a turning point. This is going to be a critical week uh, for ASU in terms of moving forward and defining themselves, how they bounce back from this loss, and what they do the rest of the season. Hey, DNVR guys, can we just, like, maybe just, like, not play, like, football? Maybe we just, like, send somebody else out there, like – Maybe like I race like Eric on the field, and then whoever wins wins the game. I don't want to. I don't want to play any more football this year. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I, I, I'm too. UCLA is going to lose. They're down three. I bet money on Fresno State. Let's go. Fourteen seconds. Um, Fresno State actually they gave up a field goal, I think, and then Fresno State got another one, and they're up three. Um, before we go, um, do we have unsinkable Sam still? Can we pull him up just to make me lo- I love him so much? <laughs> For those of you guys who weren't here on Friday, that that is a cat that survived three different shipwrecks. Um, and you can kind of see it in his eyes. Okay, come back to me. Hey, guys, I'm going to be okay. <laughs> I promise. Um, Too bad there's not a cameraman to, to zoom in on your face as you're yeah, saying that. I, I, can just, I can just stand up and stare into the camera. They wouldn't be hey able guys, to hear me. Um, I'll be okay. I do want to sing for you guys soon, though, so we'll maybe, we'll maybe get that out. But no, yeah. you yelled at me for singing in here when there was nobody else in okay. here the other day. Okay, but your singing is not the same as mine because mine is, is – No. Yes, it is because my, no. my, my, my singing is fueled through pain, so it's art. I'm a tortured artist. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start writing hymns. Um, for are we in? Is this, listen, I know we just played like BYU, but is this Bible study? What the hell are you writing hymns for, dog? Uh, like, I'm gonna create my what? Own, what do you mean? I'm gonna create my own, uh, my own uh, church, uh, and it's gonna be called uh, the Church of Shame. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna the worship Church of Unsinkable Sam. Yeah, we're gonna worship Unsinkable Sam. <laughs> um, worship that sports book. DraftKings, download it. DraftKings betting odd slips out of a magic top hat. If anyone <laughs> knows what I'm referencing there. No, I don't. The the South Park where they read the golden tablets out of a hot, uh, top hat, making fun of the Mormons. Oh. Um, Never mind. One of uh, one of our producer's friends. Um, what's her name so I can give her a shout out? Oh, Kevin. Kevin said, uh, uh, I think it's ironic that, um, that they're playing in Provo and uh, – 
against a BYU team that, as you mentioned, uh, is known for being Mormon and our um, mascot is a devil. Um, yeah, well, the good guys, the good guys won one today. So congratulations. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, I, I'm tired. Uh, anything else to add before we sign off for it? Dog, I'm still too worked up to be tired. Uh, you know me. I'm kind of a crackhead anyways. I never really sleep, <laughs> so I'll be up. If anyone wants to chat that's a member, hit us up on Discord. I would be glad to talk to you about my thoughts and opinions about this game moving forward. If anybody in the chat has my phone number, you can text me to check on me later tonight. <laughs> I Don't do that. <laughs> He's just being overdramatic. All right, guys. Uh, we'll be back here on Monday. Um, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, are we back here on Monday? Uh, we're doing the podcast Monday, yes. Yeah, audio podcast Monday. Um, subscribe to the YouTube. Oh, my gosh. Like uh, the football tailgate show, which is always very fun, goes live tomorrow at 9. Um, so come hang out. It's on PHNX's YouTube channel right here. Um, keep it locked in. Smash that more fucking like button. <laughs> uh, subscribe. And, uh, yeah, uh, hopefully uh, we'll get them next time. Later, guys. Toodles. Ah, mm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.